has left me no choice. <laughs> Been there. Been living the dream alone in a prison of my own making ever since. Are you ready to break your oath? You want me to say it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear you say it. Okay. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I see now. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I am Will. And we are going to continue our journey through the Marvel What If uh, adventure, if you will. Um, oh boy. So, um, <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna let you say it, because I don't want to brag or gloat or anything, but... Oh, no, dude, it was both of us. We called it. You with the Watcher actually getting involved and me last week saying that I wanted, you know, somewhat of a to-be-continued episode. Mm -hmm. We we, we, we kind of both got what we wanted here. Okay, um, whatever makes you feel am... better. <laughs> whatever, man. Don't gloat. So this one, anyway, this is the eighth episode. This... Eighth out of, out of, is it nine that we're going for? Is it nine or ten? I, I, oh, I, I keep forgetting. I think it's nine. Okay. I think it's nine. It feels like next week is going to be the finale. Yeah. Um, I am very surprised that mm -hmm. this is the direction that they're going with this. Um, every every episode has felt like it's been within side of its own little bubble. <laughs> yeah. And them, hmm, breaking them, the bubble. <laughs> them kind of them them kind of tying everything together. It's it, it's it's cool. I, I like what they're doing. I see where they're going, but at the same time, it does feel kind of loose. Mm -hmm. For example, Strange. I yeah. could have sworn that Strange's universe, like, pretty much collapsed in on itself, and I was under the assumption that he was just gone. Well, like, that's yeah. the way that Strange episode ended. Mm -hmm. And now that you, like, you see him here, and he's, like, literally, like, within his own little, like, four by four bubble if you will right it's 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 like okay that that's not that's not what that episode suggested that's this is well that's it, what i got loose. he was there for you know the rest like he was the last thing existing in that universe and he was just kind of there that's exactly how that ended so it just picked right back up with him i think i'd say i'm more surprised that they brought him back into it that way but if they're going to use that that's actually quite interesting because then what else are they going to do? Does that mean we're going to start seeing like a lot of the other um, universes that we've seen before, you know, coming together because, you know, it's a bit different. And I, I don't know, you know, seeing um, T'Challa as Star-Lord and, you know, we might start seeing a lot more stuff like that. Well, they, 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 they kind of led into that because the regular Star-Lord was vaporized and... <laughs> In this episode, so we're we're not going to be seeing that, right? It's 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 absolute. It's on the table. So T'Challa as Star Lord is absolutely on the table. That's that's one thing that we're going to see. We already saw, we already saw Danvers. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I I love how like in one universe when they're so at the end of the episode, well not the end, but when they're when they're having their epic fight, 
and the Watcher is just getting pounded into the dirt. We see one universe where Rogers is being sworn in for president. I, I, was it president? It's, it, oh, he was he yeah dude he was oh. like on the podium i steven <laughs> rogers <laughs> like it's like okay yeah. great perfect that's that's awesome yeah. but um yeah i have a feeling like these are these are a lot of the different things that we're going to uh to see kind of like an ensemble like a what if ensemble i mean yeah. if mm-hmm. if the watch is going to be getting involved and he can travel you know to all these different universes and just kind of pull together everybody that he's seen to to do battle with with this version of Ultron sure yeah um it's it, it's also very funny that in every in almost every version of of this universe that we've seen you can kind of point the finger at Tony and go man you really weren't thinking all that great were you <laughs> hey man he just wanted peace like, in our time okay t- Tony's always the one that we blame <laughs> Uh, it's like, ooh, Tony, not proud of you today. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, well, let's talk about this episode. So it's the eighth episode of What If. So second to last episode. This one is What If Ultron won. And you know what? I think right. here's what we have to look at. And we have to say that Age of Ultron was by far the, the weakest of the Avengers movies. I mean, uh, I, 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 the first one set the, started setting the tone. It was goofy in its own sense, but it really set the tone. It started things moving. Age of Ultron, but then after that, you get, I mean, because you can't count Civil War, technically. So, I mean, then you, you get Infinity War and Endgame. So, if you were to choose which one was probably, you know, the least great, I would say Age of Ultron. The first Avengers movie. Mm. I would say the first Avengers movie. I, I'd say going back to it now, yes. But as far as like going into the movie itself, just because like hmm. if you're going to if you're going to equate Loki and Ultron, I would much prefer Ultron. Oh, of course, I mean, but but Ultron, I mean the the movie itself. I'm not talking about the the bad guy. I'm just saying they didn't do as much justice as they could have with the movie Age of Ultron. They could have done a lot better, and I think here they're giving us a lot more. And I think. I think this is what I was looking for to kind of fill that in, and it's going to give me a deeper appreciation for Age of Ultron. And that's, that's good marketing. That's, or not good marketing, but I'd say it's just, it's a good, if you can, if you can fix people's opinions about an older movie by making a new one without it being, like, ridiculous, in, you know, and, you know, I mean, you're, they are retconning it in a sense because they're using a multiverse, but... Yeah, without pretending it didn't happen. This, I wouldn't consider this a retcon. No. I would consider this a this is this is this is goofy fun. I don't I'm I'm still not none of this is canon. Right. Like if all this was canon, we had to like think about some of these things moving forward within the MCU as a whole. Like that, that, yeah, you would be absolutely right. They're definitely retconning things left and right, but that's not what's happening here. No. I don't think But now that they're breaking down the walls. Now that they're breaking down the walls, be, I'm wondering what they're going to be doing with yeah. it. So I'm just saying like they could be using some of the stuff we're seeing here as some type of, Ooh, interesting, you know, because we've got the watcher here. Are we not going to see the watcher ever again? I doubt that they'll, that they'll just not talk about the watcher ever again because they're introducing a pretty interesting character here. So, um, the anyway. only thing I see, the only thing I see happening and it's solely based off of the, um, 
the small uh, teaser trailer that we got for uh, for the new Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. is them taking some ideas for Strange's character out of this moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing that I see the MCU really doing yeah. because everything that happened in that episode and everything that we see with Strange, even even you know last week, kind of wild-eyed and well, not last week, a couple of days ago with this episode, kind of wild-eyed and and crazy. Mm-hmm. I can see them moving in a direction like that with him, mm-hmm. but but other than that, I mean, the Watcher as as a character in the MCU, I don't know. I I mean, I don't. Know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know where they're going with him. We just started to see him break out of his normal whatever. But I mean, let's let's just get into let's get into it because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that came out of it. There's some pretty cool little Easter eggs that they threw in there too that I thought you know I kind of chuckled at a few times, but um. <laughs> We start right off with, let's say in in at the end of the last episode, you saw that the watcher was a little taken aback. Oh, what's this? You know, type thing. You know, when when we Mm -hmm. see this Ultron, you know, with his body that he was creating, type thing. It's like whoa, like he got the body. Interesting. But he says right here, like you know, all these things go on, but this particular story breaks my heart. And as he's going through it, he seems to know a lot of what's going on now. The interesting thing about it is it reminds me of at the end of Loki where the guy's like, that's it. That's the threshold. Like, I've seen everything up until this exact point, you know, and in this, we kind of see that happen in this episode as well to the Watcher. So we're seeing that this multiversal, all this multiverse stuff is really starting to get to certain people who have a handle on things where they no longer have the handle on things. So... He goes through it and it's basically saying, like, we've seen universes destroyed, but this one particularly breaks my heart. Um, and we see Widow and Hawkeye, and they're running around taking out these sentry drones, you know, from Ultron. And he's got a metal arm. You know, not really an explanation as to why, but okay, he's got a metal arm, he's got a cloaking device, so he can, like, go invisible and stuff. And they're just taking out all these Ultron sentry drones. Um, and they yeah, know that there's just, a... Just roll with it. Yep. So, there's... um. The whole point is they're trying to take them out before they they reconnect the hive mind, you know, the the main Ultron, so they don't basically give out their location. Um, and we see that Ultron got his body. They explain the whole thing, like how it happened was they never got the cradle back from him, and he got the body he wanted, and he killed most of the Avengers, set off the nukes all over the world, you know basically gets to that point where he stops, he looks, he goes, I've got peace at last, and then who shows up but Thanos, the Mad Titan. Right. <laughs> um, wow. This was great. Wow. This was great. So, a couple of things that I, that, that, that I do want to touch on before we move forward anymore. Yeah. Two ideas are introduced here that are so great, I'm surprised they weren't used, at least to some capacity. The mm-hmm. first is Ultron actually using the Vision's body for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the opportunity was there in that movie for something like that to actually happen. Mm-hmm. And seeing it here and knowing that they, they they did not go that direction in the movie is kind of like, that was kind of a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that would have made, I think that would have made that movie better than it was. Um, by, by when I said that I would, you know, I would take Ultron over the first Avengers movie. By no means am I saying that, you know, Ultron is a good movie because I still don't think that it is. I actually think those first two Avengers movies are kind of, eh, but I, well, I think 
I think we ha- I think here. we have that taste in our mouth because we saw Infinity War and Endgame, and those movies were just so epic. You know, it's like I didn't realize they could do this. <laughs> like, oh, so we have such this we have such a high standard. So the first Avengers movie. Now, my wife is not doesn't listen to our podcast. Doesn't you know freak out and say let's go see the next Avengers movie or anything like that. But she saw the first movie in theaters four times. Mm. Twice with other people, two times completely alone by herself because she enjoyed it that much. That's what, 2012? That was the year we got married. <laughs> so, she. So. So, but, you know, the thing I is, saw, the, I the mean, movie I saw, itself I, was that, great when it came out, but it was definitely very superhero movie. You know? Okay, I, I, saw, I saw Sith five times. Okay, well. Wow. Good for you. I worked at Blockbuster, so I got to rent it before everybody else did. <laughs> so that made me feel anyway. Cool. So they and it's not even it's not even so much. Well, with me, it's not even so much that you know Infinity War and Endgame were just so epic because I I unpopular opinion here, but I still I prefer both um, Civil War and Winter Soldier. I think those are the best two best MCU movies to mm. date. Mm. Um. That's just me. That's just my opinion. So yes, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in that <laughs> other camp. Uh-huh. So, but yeah. But I just think the idea of of Ultron stealing the Vision's body, especially since in the movie, the the opportunity was right there for something like that to actually happen. Looking back on it now, it's kind of a missed opportunity, and it's such a shame that 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 I think that would have been epic, and I think mm. something like that would have made that movie a lot better than it was. Um. Yeah. Another thing here, and I, I don't know why, it, it really begs the question why Vision wasn't utilized a lot more than he was in right. fighting Thanos. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. So it's like, okay, like, that was very easy. What, yep. what, what happens next is very, very easy, and why, I mean, great. Well, I think that's what makes this just a what-if thing. It's like, oh, he could do that? Why didn't he? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, hmm. <laughs> because it's not like he had any more power than what Vision had. I think he was just more full of, you know, rage and purpose, you know, and maybe it was just more powerful beam. I don't know. But the point is what we're getting at is Thanos shows up <laughs> and he shows up with most of the gauntlet filled except for the Mind Stone, right? <laughs> and he stands yep. there. And Ultron just goes, fascinating, and with no effort, just slices Thanos in half. Just like, oh, cool. Uses the Mind Stone to literally slice Thanos in half. Yep. Yep. From from bottom to top. And and Thanos is done, and that threat is ended. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe this is one of those things where... Vision would not think to do something like that, but Ultron would. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's, I, I, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all I got. Hmm. So, basically, Thanos, or, sorry, Thanos, Ultron gets the stones, Puts them on to himself, basically creates a new armor, you know, like, 
So he's got his body and he's got the regular Ultron suit around him. And he's just like amazed. Like, I can see everything. Worlds beyond my own. Worlds that need me. And I'll bring peace in our time to every corner of the universe. Like, that is his mission. He is a computer program. He was programmed to bring peace. So Mm -hmm. he's not like seeing things differently. He's still just so focused on his mission. That is his mission. Nothing will stop him from his mission. The more power he gets, the more power hungry he gets. And he goes off, he starts taking out Asgard, Sakaar, Ego, Xandar, you name it. Every single planet we've seen introduced um, is just getting, like, annihilated. Until- okay, so were we, were we as the audience supposed to feel bad when like, Ego was incinerated? I, I don't know. I think it was, we were supposed to be like, oh, even Ego? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, that's, that's a good thing. No, no, no more ego. That's a good thing, right? Like, I don't see the problem here. Hmm. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> well, I didn't see a problem either. I think they were just like throwing it in there and just being like, "Remember ego? Yeah. We don't talk about ego." <laughs> 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 like nobody brings it up anymore because it's like, yeah, that was so weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, Captain Marvel shows up at this point. She turns to him and this I thought this was funny just because she's been here, there and everywhere and hasn't been paying attention for the past like 30 years to movies. And she says, hey, Skynet, I've seen the killer robot movie and it doesn't need a sequel. Right. (laughs) So obviously she's referring strictly um, to to the first Terminator movie, because I think the first uh, Captain Marvel was like what the year before T2 came out. Or like so, yeah, the same year been, or something like that. It would have been. It would have been. Captain Marvel would have taken place what late eighties. No, I, I think thought, I thought it was like, like, ni- like No, I thought it was like nineteen ninety one. Was it? I. It was definitely in the nineties. Yeah. Well, T two. I mean, that doesn't make T2, sense because T two came out in ninety one. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it just didn't come out yet. I thought that movie. I thought that movie took place in like eighty eight or eighty nine. I don't think it was the eighties. Um, actually, interesting. Captain Marvel takes place in 1995. Okay, that's strange. That makes even less sense. That makes even less sense. Okay. Six years after Carol was thought to have died in 89. Okay, so in 80, yes, she was in 89. They thought she died. She came back in 95. So it takes place in 95. Yeah, either way, that doesn't make sense. So maybe she's just saying like, you know. Maybe she's ripping on okay, T3. So, regardless, <laughs> regardless, she she leaves in 89 and something happens to her mind. So and then she comes back and she's just not paying attention to to movies. So she wouldn't even know that T2 happened, but she would know that the first Terminator movie happens. I suppose that does make sense. OK, I'll give you that. There you go. All right. <laughs> so she shows up, makes this comment. And so I laughed about this comment because there's the whole thing of the ignorance of um of the reality, whenever you do a t- uh, um, a time piece, you know something that takes place in a in a you know some kind of retro time, um, you usually see movies like this. So I, I laugh at like the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, where he's like, "You'll never see anybody headbanging to this song." And who was saying it? But Mike Myers, the ma- the man who made this song famous, basically, because nobody cared about Bohemian Rhapsody until years later when it was put into Wayne's World, and that's the whole joke. Mm. And I started thinking about like the movie Wedding Singer. Where Wedding Singer was taking place in, in 85, which is just before um, David Lee Roth left the band. And his, his ex-girlfriend or ex fiance is wearing a shirt and he says, 
hey, why don't you get the heck out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up? And it's funny because they wow. ended up breaking up that year. So I was like, ooh, like little jokes like that that are time sensitive. I think yeah. they're, I think they're, you know, they're really well put in there. And it's like you have to know the history of these, of this, you know, pop culture stuff to understand why it's a funny line. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm just, I'm just happy they threw it into the MCU. I'll leave it there. I mean, aside from all of the references they were throwing in to the entire Captain Marvel movie, just the blockbuster video, this, that, and everything else, you know. So. Anyway, they get into this big fight. It seems like she's a pretty decent match for him. But again, I'm like, he's got all the stones. Like, how much is she really going to do? She's powered by one of them. And that's about it. I was surprised she got away with as much as she did. I know. Like, like, I'm not. And I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, is he toying with her or is she really this strong? Mm hmm. And by the by the end of it, I there there really is no clear cut answer. But the fact is, is that she was strong enough to like disrupt everything that he was doing, even though he has all of those stones. And I'm like, okay, this, okay, th- this is this is jumping jumping the shark a little bit. But then he completely powers out of everything, and it's over. Like right, before right. anything can can really happen. So cool, great, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just basically gets into the fight with her, destroys all the planets in one blow, you know, and I just assume that's what kills her too, you know, and it is done. And as he's standing there, he hears the Watcher, who's basically just going off in this whole thing, this narration, you know, this and that, here he stands by himself, Ultron was, was... is now just a program without a purpose, the victor without a war, sentenced to spend all of eternity alone. And it's the second time we see somebody turn and look and say, who said that? If he had just shut up I know. And, and not been and, and not been narrating for us. the audience. I know. I know. If he had just kept his mouth shut. And here and here we are yelling at this at the computer screen or whatever going, dude, shush. Like He can hear you. What's wrong with you? Exactly. But it exactly. made it. I, I thought this was amazing. You know, if yeah. Doctor Strange can hear him, some guy who's got all the all the Infinity Stones, of course he's gonna know what's going on. Of course. Yes. So it's like, yes. ooh, okay, this is this is nuts. So he says, "Who said that?" He be- and he's like, "He became another aware of another. He became aware of the what? What?" <laughs> and he realizes, you know, he can hear him. He knows he's there. And then he's just he freaks out basically. Like if if something like this, if a hunger like this were to be released into, released into the multiverse. You know, this would be detrimental. And he's like, he's actually afraid now because he's no longer. Um, it's like it's like Internet trolls, you know, like if they know if they were actually face to face with some of the people they rip on and whatnot, <laughs> they'd be like, uh, oops, sorry. Uh, I, yeah. I, I was talking to that guy, not you, not you. You know, it's like he's finally realizing, OK, there's there's actually a danger here. I'm not just watching things. And that's kind of what I was getting is there's going to be a point. That's what I've been saying since the beginning, um, although I started to back off a little bit lately just because I didn't want to sit there and debate with you every single episode we had. Um, but there's going to be a point where he's realizing something has to be done because it's going to affect him. And here it is starting to affect him slash the entire multiverse. So he goes off saying that there's one last hope for this universe, the universe that he came from. Um, so we kind of cut back down to Widow and um and Hawkeye and they're going through the KGB archives. He makes a joke about how it looks just like Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
she pulls out the Red Guardian shield, you know, which was, you know, a nod over to the movie that we I don't think we're ever going to talk about <laughs> the Black Widow movie. Um, but she picks up. the Yeah, yeah she picks up the shield. And um, basically, um, the whole point is they're going through trying to find this because she says there's another artificial intelligence. We have to find this because this will help us basically take them down. Um, OK. Yeah. Okay, so during this whole thing, the um the watcher is <laughs> watching um them dig through all of these files, right? And the watcher is very much it's right there. Just look, it's right there, and he's battling with himself on whether or not to intervene and just give them a little nudge in the right direction so that they can find the file that they're looking for, right? Mhm. And he doesn't. He doesn't, right. and and the, and the reason why, and we're, we're going to get into what he finds, and the reason why he doesn't is because he he swore an oath not to intervene, and then so he so he doesn't he keeps his oath, but then later on he has no problems mm. interacting with Strange and intervening there. Well, so yeah, I'm because... very confused about what this what this Watcher character is doing. Like, you're, like, okay, so you, you have no problem, zero problem with talking to Strange. They even kind of turn it into somewhat of a comedic moment there. Like, it's so underplayed. But here, oh, no, he can't. He can't talk to Barton. Right. Barton, Nastasha, off limits. Yeah. Strange, yeah. no problem. I, well, I, this, that's the, the difference was, is he, he still hasn't had like a, you know, he, he didn't get to that point where he was broken yet. He was he wasn't at his breaking point. He was he still got upholding his own. Rocked by Ultron. Yeah, not yet. He didn't get fully <laughs> rocked yet. No, no, no. He didn't get rocked yet. We're not there yet. No, that that happens later on. Um, yeah, he hasn't gotten to that point. Right at this point, he was just jumping in there saying, "This guy's tough. This guy's strong. You know, we got to figure this out." But he hadn't. He didn't get. He did not get rocked yet. Later on, he does, and that's what pushes him over the edge. So, um. The whole point is like he does want to help them out, but he there's only so much that he can really step into. Um, but anyway, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So if he does something, if he steps in, he could save the multiverse and so many many lives. Right? That's the thing. Is like mm-hmm. he he's he's really at a toss up right here. He's really conflicted. He knows that if he just did something, he could fix it, but he just needs to give them a nudge. And I'm thinking like, man, just just like a push, you know, just push the box a little bit, you know, knock it on his head or whatever. But that's still him interfering. It's not him. It's not about, you know, being secretive and not making his presence known. It's about interfering at all. So he's just sitting there like, come on, come on, do it. You know, just like somebody being a spectator at a sport. You know, you can't really, you know, influence it unless you, you know, shoot the horse's leg out with a sniper rifle or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like he, he would still be influencing it if he did anything. So he could just sit there and just hope. So either way, Widow finds it it's on an old Hydra base in Siberia. He's like, okay, good. Thank God they found it. All right, they're going to move on. But as that's when, when he finally says, okay, there's still the chance. That's when Ultron comes in and basically tosses the Watcher around like a ragdoll. That this is the breaking point for him. He basically, he comes in. And he just says, you can see everything from here. There's so much chaos. I want to silence all of it, you know, and finally bring peace to the, to the entire, 
multiverse. Okay. That's what's going on. And then it, then it cuts over. So I'm just like, don't cut over. We barely just, we barely saw anything. Okay. So they get back over to Zola, who's still analog. He's a bunch of tapes hooked up to some old ancient computers. And he is the last copy we find out. Why would I help you type stuff? And he's like, oh, good evening, Fraulein. You know, just same old Zola. But she's like, listen, yep. I know who you are. I'm not surprised by you. I've already met another one of you. Can we just get to the point here? You know, very reminiscent of uh, Iron Man 2. Where he's like, I'm here. It's me. Let's just let's just move on. You know, <laughs> like, yep. let's not go through yep. this whole thing again. Um, we get it. Um, or or the uh, the line in um, in Endgame where he's <laughs> where, where Cap's fighting himself. He's like, I could do this all day. I know. OK, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, but anyway, they, they basically convince Zola to help them out. It's like everything's gone. You're the last copy. And what else are you going to do? The whole world is basically destroyed. It's just us, you know. Um, so they prank call Ultron to get him there. That was interesting. Pizza. Yep. She she places an order. Like, who is this? Where are you? She goes, oh, don't you, do you have, is it true you have gluten-free crust? Okay, see you soon. All right, we got about 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like, that was ridiculous. Anyway, um, they take Zola, they upload him to a digital copy and an arrowhead. Okay, so he's no longer analog. He is now digital. Got it. Cool. He's now an arrow. Yep. He is now an arrow. Um, they basically shoot it into a sentry drone and, you know, basically they're fending off the others and they shoot his legs off so he can't, you know, basically try to harm them now that he has a body. I, I, um, I thought his line was like, oh, you really need to work on your, your people skills. He goes, yeah, talk to HR. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Hold on. Got a work thing here. Uh, time off, I take to be check. Uh, there we go. Sorry about that. Um, somebody's mm-hmm. having issues because they basically, uh, they basically quit. <laughs> They're like, where's my last check? I'm like, it's probably going to be paper. <laughs> anyway, um, so into the sentry drone, take it off. Yeah, contact HR. It's funny because I actually just told somebody to contact HR at the same time. I was just sending, I gave them the email. Contact HR. I can't do that. Um, But you find out the reason why at this point Zola tries to connect to the hive mind. He can't connect because out of range. We find out the reason why he's out of range is because uh, Ultron is not in the observable universe because he's hanging out in that multiversal, you know, area that the Watcher likes to hang out in and just stare at people. Which later Mm -hmm. on Ultron describes as being creepy. (laughs) Just watching everybody. Um, so they're running out of there. They're escaping. You know, Clint's just like, I don't want to live anyway. Sacrificed himself, takes out a bunch of drones. Okay. And, uh, after we go through that, we see the watcher actually getting into a fight. So he gets into a fight. Um, they go down to this world and Ultron just blows away all the greenery and just makes it a desert. So there's fighting in this like barren desert at this point. Um, but and it's funny because Ultron starts like putting the guilt on him. He's like, dude, like all those worlds, all that suffering, and you just sat there and watched. And he comes back with his like, I swore an oath, I can't exert, you know, my will on the natural order of things. And he's just like, dude, I am the natural order of things, you know, because he's big on the whole like, I'm the new evolution, I'm the reason why, or I'm what, I'm what's supposed to be, you know, the 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 real peaceful thing here, which it's so. 
odd. Like he just, whatever. That's the whole thing. He's, he's just going back and forth. Well, it's just funny because he's like, I'm the peaceful thing. Okay, so kill everything else. So it's just you. And then you'll have no purpose, which you'd think he would get when he had no purpose at one point. Because he thought everything was gone until he realized the Watcher was there. So I, I like well, that they gave him that moment he, where he was kind of like, what do I do now? And then suddenly he's like, he's oh, never mind. He's a machine that's doing exactly what he's programmed to do. Right. Exactly. I mean, hmm. you know, blame it's, Tony. It's interesting to me that a machine is able to wield the stones, you know, but not, not so it's much not wield, but, but use them. It's not to me at all yeah. that, 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 that a machine is able to wield the stones. I don't think I never saw the stones as as something you you do not need to be a living entity to to wield the stones. I never saw right. the stones as that. Mm-hmm. I would figure a machine would probably do a better job with the stones than anything living. Well, I mean, we saw what it did to Thanos. <laughs> we saw what it did to Hulk. We saw what it did to Tony. Mm-hmm. A, a machine would be more more apt for for something like that, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's not. There's no organic matter within a machine that's going to break down because of all the gamma radiation that's going to be coming off of those things, like we've learned. So. Mm-hmm. A machine, I'm I'm kind of all about it. Like, yeah, no, it makes. Ultron, I, I get it. I get it. Ultron Vision, like I could see it. I could. I get it. It's. Yeah. Well, as they're sitting here, basically, he just like rips on the Watcher the whole time. He's like, "You lack the will to stop me," and then the Watcher flies up, takes the gloves off. He's like, "You cannot compute the power of my will," and they right. have this and the this epic fight between the two of them really continues. I thought what was mm-hmm. one was one thing that was really cool was as they're fighting back and forth at one point Ultron is just this giant head eating the universe. Yeah. That was actually really cool. <laughs> it was um, it was it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I mean it's just and it's just like, ooh, what an image there, you know? Like we see this stuff happening and this is like this is an epic battle that uh was just Nuts, and only really able to be done justice in something animated like this. So I was like, okay, you yes. know, I get it, and and I think that's why they they did this. They wanted to give us they Marvel wanted to give us the stuff that we would see in comics, but it would look really odd if we put it in live action. So that's why that's why we're getting this show. And so I'm like, I'll take it, you know. And every time we say, I'll take it, I'll allow it, I'll okay, that's fine. We we get a little bit closer to the ridiculousness because, again, let's start with Iron Man and see how crazy things got from there. Because even Tony couldn't handle the stuff that he saw in New York, you know? It's like all of this stuff, he's like, now there's aliens? Like, geez, like everything else he witnessed. And then he's realizing there's other Earths, never mind other universes and all this other crazy stuff. And, you know, all these Infinity Stones, this, that. You know, it's like we've... We've they've slowly gotten us used to the ridiculous, but they 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 were saying that these stories were so ridiculous we had to make them animated and just make them not canon because that would just be really difficult to swallow. I, you 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 allude to the, this kind of thing all the time, and my whole thing is still the MCU has been ridiculous since since day one. Yep. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, you go back to phase one where you have where you have movies 
like <laughs> like Hulk and Thor. No, Hulk Hulk was not part of Phase One. The Incredible Hulk was part of Phase One. Hulk doesn't count. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yes, it does count. It counts. No, the Incredible Hulk does, not Hulk. Hulk does not count. That's like saying that Daredevil counts. It does not. <laughs> it does. Daredevil? Of course they do. They don't count. They're not part of the MCU. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Have you watched any of the shows? I'm talking about the movie. Have you watched any of the shows? Yes. You have? I'm not, I'm not talking about the shows. I'm talking about the movie Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Oh, no, that's not canon. No, but yeah, the, the, and neither, the, uh, and neither the is Netflix Hulk show. With, yeah, and neither is Hulk with Eric The Netflix show was canon. Mm-hmm. The Incredible Hulk is canon, dude. You, I'm I mean, saying Hulk is not canon. Listen to me. You're, you're not hearing me. The Incredible Hulk is canon. I already said that seven times. Hulk is not canon. Hulk with Eric Bana is not canon. Just like Daredevil okay. is not canon. Okay. Right? right? Are you, are you going to say that this movie that came out well before Iron Man was somehow canon? It's not. You might as well say that Spider-Man, what the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are canon. You are being way too specific. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, don't even talk about the movie Hulk. The movie Hulk was garbage. <laughs> okay, so, the Incredible oh. Hulk. Yes, that's very specific. I already said that. That, is ca that counts. That is part of phase one. It actually says the words phase one on my, on my Blu-ray disc. So yes, I know. Anyway, world eating. <laughs> uh, they're fighting, and I think you were mentioning there the whole Steve Rogers being sworn in to something. I don't know if it's president or what. Okay, if you say it's president, I'll, I'll believe He's you. He's being sworn into office. Okay, some kind of office. I mean, he, the White House is behind him. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> President Steve Rogers. Pretty much. That's that's interesting. Like, why why would he even want to be president? I have no idea. Like, it just it doesn't match up with. Okay, but hey, that's a different universe. Not at all. We don't know. Not at all. Anyway. It doesn't match up with him at all. <laughs> so, anyway, every punch that that uh, Ultron does to the Watcher just like changes the universe. It 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 reminded me of something. I forgot what it was. Um, but basically, every single time it's hit, it's like, boom, something changes, boom, something changes. It was, it was comedic, you know, but no at way. that point, the Watcher just runs away and he goes to where Dark Strange is, that, that amethyst crystal or whatever that he's living inside. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ultron's like, dude, go ahead, run. You know, you're, you can't stop me. Like, you're all done. You've, there's nothing you can do at this point. So you've got Strange who's there. Very cocky, just like, oh, so you're ready to break your oath now? And he's just like, right. Yeah, I, I realize that this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I want to hear you say it. He goes, I see now that I need your help. Okay. So. Great. So basically everything we saw, I'm like, is he interfering if he's being attacked by this guy and he's fighting back? I would call that intervening. He's not just sitting there and letting himself get destroyed. But then again, he's supposed to watch and just make sure things kind of go as they are. But I guess this variant 
in the multiverse has just has just gotten out of hand to the point where it's it's destroying the entire multiverse literally. Um, so what does he do? Well, I mean, okay, he, he can swear an oath so all I, he wants, but if there's no universe to protect anymore, then what's the point? And I think that's much. what he, that's what he got to. So he's finally saying at this point, well, there's nothing much else I can do. So, so yeah. No, and and you're right to a certain extent. If there if there's no more multiverse, if there's if there's no universe or or, or grand scheme, then then what is the point of him actually watching? Mm-hmm. I I buy that. And him having this conversation with this dark version of Strange, okay, fine, I'll buy it. Even mm-hmm. though I still maintain we saw his universe collapse in on itself, and all evidence pointed to that version of Strange just being done. So I am kind of surprised that he was brought back here. He wasn't done. He was just stuck there. That was it. That was all that was remaining. It collapsed in on itself. No, that thing didn't collapse. We never saw him inside of his own little bubble. We saw this universe that he was in shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and collapse. No, no, no. What we saw was his own little bubble, and he sat there inside while um what's her face was it rachel or, or whatever her name was while she disappears she said what what have you done disappears and he goes i'm sorry i'm so so sorry as it backs out and shows him sitting in his little thing that wasn't oh i know what you're saying it didn't shrink out we f- we backed up and left him there it didn't it didn't shrink out he stays in that thing you can tell that it was a, it was a it was a camera zoom out it wasn't an actual shrinking to nothingness now i know what you're getting at it blipped. I didn't see it blip. It, we saw this thing blip out of existence. <laughs> I, I did not see that. Then you need to go back and watch it again, dude. Okay, well, obviously it didn't this thing because here he is. <laughs> okay, so fine. Here he is, and, and that never happened, and he's here, and he's having this conversation with their watcher, right? No problems here. No problems with what they're doing moving forward. I thought it was awesome. Um. I love, I love this version of Strange, and even here, Benedict Cumberbatch, again, and I said this in the Strange episode, I think he does somewhat of a better job voice acting for Strange than he actually does playing Strange on camera, which is really weird. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens um, moving forward. Um, they're playing, they're playing really fast and loose with the, um, the rules behind these stones in this show. I mean, if you watch something like Loki and how they go through the whole thing about the stones only work in a universe that they're attached to, mm. but but here it just seems like, oh, well, we're throwing that, you know, we're throwing that rule out of the window and the stones can work anywhere that they are. So are we going to get, you know, all, like super Ultron with all of these stones and like strange with, with the time stone? Is this going to be like a thing that's going to intersect? How is that going to react with one another? Mm. I really hope that they thought about something like that. Like, are they going to encounter each other out? Is something going to be a little bit more powerful? What's going to happen there? It's interesting that, that 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 that's even a potential. So yeah, and that's um, that's it. That's all I really have to say about this one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I it's, really it's it's definitely more exciting. I'm definitely oh, like yeah. I'm pumped for the first time in this because up until now it's been. Like I said at the beginning, every episode is kind of winning the bubble. This is the first time that we've actually got something like, okay, we're going somewhere for the finale. We're 
you know, quote unquote, in the end game of of the show now. And, and mm-hmm. I, I believe it's nine episodes. If it's ten, cool. But you know, this is um, this is going to be cool. These this last yeah. episode is definitely going to be a ride, and I'm I'm pumped for it. I can't. Yeah, wait. yeah, me too. I think. Um, I'm glad that they did this um, because kind of like with WandaVision where it's like there was a story going through and then as we went through it, the facade of um, the whole TV show thing was gone at that point. It wasn't, it wasn't, we weren't following that gimmick anymore. Now it was like, okay, there's actually stuff happening here and they're going to finish off the story. I mean, they kind of followed that exact type of thing here where now it's like we've got one story that we're going through. Um, Yeah. So anyway, um. Yep, that's pretty much pretty much what it is. So here we are, uh, excited for the last episode of, the, of this series. Um, we've got some new stuff coming up, uh, which is pretty interesting. So as far as TV shows go, um, I don't know if you saw, but I, I remember that the thing we saw before was they said that um, we saw that the Book of Boba Fett was supposed to come out in January, uh, but it looks oh, really? as though it's actually coming out in December. Okay. So All that right. got, that okay. got moved wow. back a little bit from when we first thought. I, I when we when we saw the the last episode last year of um of the Mandalorian season two, they basically said that it was going to be like 2022 or something, like coming January 2022 or I forgot the wording they used, but basically like oh good, so we have like a whole year and then we'll see what happens with that. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess that's what we're going to be looking forward to or seeing at some point soon is the book of Boba Fett coming in December. Uh, we also have Hawkeye, which starts November 24th, which will be pretty much at six episodes of that. Um, mm. Did you see the trailer for that? I haven't. I have to okay. watch it. it. It looks it looks pretty good. Um, so okay. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I thought that the whole point of Hawkeye um, was that his daughter took over, but it doesn't look like that's the route that they're going here. It doesn't look like it's, it's not his daughter. It's somebody else. Okay. So Interesting. But anyway, that's that's kind of what they're they're pushing for. So we do have another show coming up. So after after what if um, we I guess we have a little bit of a break. So we mm. we might have something else that we might be putting up there. Uh, we will keep you guys posted. Um, keep checking us out on our social media and stuff. We have stuff up there, which kind of gives updates. Um, we might do just a regular update uh, thing here as well. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, seeing what's coming out. So. so the book of Boba Fett is this going to? Because I know I knew back when the book of Boba Fett was announced that it was going to be running alongside the third season of The Mandalorian. Oh and I'm yeah, wondering that's not if that's still no, huh? no. It's it, I'm not no. alongside at least not released at the same time because The Mandalorian season three. Okay, is, that's is what I was getting at. No, that's, it's not ready to be released at all. At. No, they they're they're meant, pretty far meant, behind. I meant timeline wise. I didn't mean they're going to be running at the same time like the show show. I know oh, that oh, I gotcha, think that gotcha. the, this season of the Book of Boba Fett and the third season of the Mandalorian are going to be, you know, timeline wise, they're going to hmm. be, you know, at the same time. I didn't know if they were going to be released at the same time or if they were going to overlap each other in any any kind of way. Well, it could. And so, I wouldn't be surprised if they used it as a crossover opportunity at some point. So. Oh, of course. I mean, that would be I mean, they already did introduce the character here and then they're branching off. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they they eventually intersect every now and again. So yeah, we can we can definitely look forward to that. But the last I checked, um, yeah, they're not they're not releasing Mandalorian anytime soon. If anything, it might be a year from now, because um, oh, wow. that's generally 
that's generally when we saw them come out. I mean, Mandalorian, I think, was always coming out around, um, was it November, October? Yeah, October, November, I think, was when it was released last year. And I think that's what they're going to stick with is that, that type of release time. So yeah, so I'm I'm I mean I'm looking it up right now, and a lot of a lot of news syndicates are reporting that the production has just started for um the third season of Mandalorian. So right. y- you're onto something there with it being at least a year away. Oh yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. So, well, that's all I got to say about um about this one. Um, all right. yeah, I'm I'm interested in in seeing the conclusion. Uh, and seeing yeah, the Watcher, me too. you know, seeing what the Watcher is really capable of now that he's ready to you know, take the gloves off and actually get his hands dirty. Like I hoped or not hoped, but suspected because like I said, they, they were laying it on very thick in the beginning. I can't do anything. Cause I took an oath. By the way, I, I can't do anything. Cause I took an oath. By the way, did I mention that I took an oath and I can't do anything? It's like, yes, we heard you. <laughs> You're laying it on really thick and making it very obvious to me, but okay. I mean, they also could have been saying that just to remind us, you know, but then again, look at what we got with, um, you know, no resurrections this time, and then we got an entire series. <laughs> Loki. Loki season two. You know, like, uh, you know, I, they're they're having fun with this. They're having fun with all of us. And they're they've and they've got us eaten out of the palm of their hands regardless. So that's where we're at. I Yeah, pretty much. So pretty Alright guys. Well, good talking you will, and uh I guess we'll catch you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. 